What's going on, guys? And welcome in to the Benches Clear podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants, who went an even 3-3 three and three last week. And I'm Tyler Coe, and I represent the Los Angeles Dodgers, who went a 5-2 and two last week. A solid 5-2. and two. One, two series. How many, how many episodes have we done with the season start? Is it two or three? Two, three. This is three. And is that the worst record you guys have had there in this entire time? Yes. That's that's really depressing. I, I, yeah. I got to say. And uh, yeah, that's uh, two series wins in that five and two. Hey, but congratulations on the 500. It's pretty, it's pretty, that's <laughs> pretty you, good, dude. But at the same time, we're in second place right now. We're in second yeah. place, and the Padres are playing 500 baseball. They certainly are. So it's dude. like off-season I mean, champions. <laughs> and I, I guess the 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 thing I'm I'm kind of like, I know it's early, right? I I, I understand that it's early. But their guys are there. I mean, Denelson Met just came uh, came back. Then he got hurt again. Yeah, they um, they've killed Tatis off their uh, their best pitcher, and they're probably going to kill off Tatis during the course of the year. So, yeah, I don't understand this this rush to get guys back when you don't need it. I I, I mean, obviously, I mean, guess they need it because they're losing. But like, Dude, we're not even loss. twenty games into the season. Like we're wow. we're not even an eighth of the way through the season, and they're already killing guys off. That's stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I appreciate it, but that's stupid. I just feel like I don't know. There's a lot of time for them to come back, right? I, I, I'm I'm not trying to say it's over. I'm not trying to freaking wave the wild card flag already, but I they have to turn something around because. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. Yeah. I love it. They have been playing like shit. I don't, I watched the game today and I think it was the eighth inning. They had bases loaded, no outs and had three consecutive strikeouts. I love it. It's great. Yeah. I ended up watching the game yesterday and it's just, yeah. Runners in scoring position all day and, and getting shut out by the fucking brewers. It's just at home and it's, and swept at home by the Brewers. Like, I don't think the Brewers are that good. And I, and every single time when someone brings up the fact that the Giants are, ha, have a great record right now, um, they always bring up the fact, well, they just swept the, the, the Rockies. Okay. They just, they, um, you know, who, who else did they beat that people were talking shit about? I guess that's it. Just the Rockies. Um, because we've won every, everyone else is a pretty decent team. I mean, the Reds, um, you know, obviously the Padres are supposed to be really yeah. good. We just beat the Phillies. I don't, the, I don't think the Reds will be there. Uh, they're one of the top teams in the Central. I mean, yeah, they're they're competing for, for now. one of the top teams in the Central. I understand that. I'm saying come well, season's end, that's when you can really judge what the level of competition was. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, they're at the top now. And they had a, they've had a really hot um, offense against everyone except for the Giants. So, I don't know. They seem to be kind of real. They've only lost – I mean, they did lose against the Mariners. 
Lost series against the Mariners and lost series against the Marlins. But uh, the Giants have won a series against the Marlins in, uh, in you know, away since like 2015. So also, something's going don't on. Don't look in Miami. now. Don't look now. Seattle Mariners, first place, I believe. Or no, I think <laughs> I think Oakland is right. now because yes, Oakland won on some bullshit error today, and now they've won 11 in a row. It's bullshit. But uh, no, Seattle. The Mariners are a good team. Yeah, I just yeah, their young guys are, are producing. I mean, I think this is the time where I think that they are trying to they're like kind of ascending, you know. Yeah, so I mean they're gonna fizzle out well before the series right. season's over, but almost like the Mar I mean, sorry, the Mar- the Mariners are the new Rockies. You know how every year, except for obviously this year, the Rockies always get off to a hot start and like the first like month they're like, Oh, dude, the Rockies are actually gonna are gonna do great this year and this and that, this and that, and then you know. Two months later, they're trash. 15 games out of first place. Yeah. No. But it seemed like the Rockies, that happened every year for like, I mean, for as long as I can remember. I don't know if it's just like a mental thing. I didn't check the numbers. Don't quote me on it. But I just. I was going to say, that's probably incorrect. I mean, a couple years ago, Dodgers took him to game 163. So Mm -hmm. they were there. Now we're going to jump into the the Dodgers week. Uh, there's lots to go over. We it was the the end of the Rocky series, the entire Padre series, and then that quick little series up in Seattle. Um, but before we jump into that, I'm gonna hit hit you guys with a little stud and dud of the week. Stud and dud of the week. Never gonna let that die. <clears throat> Never. Presented to you by Renovation Candle. <laughs> um, dude, there's a lot of duds this week. You know, I feel like really? this, this season there's been a lot of studs. Oh yeah, right, right. there's there's so many duds. Uh, in the last seven seven games, Corey Seager, Chris Taylor, Max Muncy, Will Smith, all batting under one thirty six. Um, I I don't know. I it's it's a toss up between Max Muncy and Will Smith for me because Corey Seager hit two home runs, and those were some big RBIs. But right. Will Smith, Will Smith started out the gate so hot, and he has just—I don't have that I big mean, almost hit right. It's supposed to be yeah. At the end of the I game. mean he—he's been putting the the bat on the ball. It's some of it's kind of been unlucky. Max Muncy still, I still think he has a great eye, which really I can't shit on him too much because he still does walk. Will Smith also had a few walks. I don't know. I mean, the bats just went silent mm-hmm. from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. The bats just weren't there. Right. So those guys need to pick it up. Um, Stud of the week definitely goes to Justin Turner. Justin Turner's batting 364 in the last week. He's hit more home runs in the month of April than he ever has in the month of April in his like seven years previous combined. So the really? dude's hot. Oh, yeah. He's. He's never had more than, I think, two home runs in April. And I think he has five right now, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't you not want to sign him for two years? You thought two years was too much? Or was you wanted it for two years and they ended up giving him three years or something? Well, no, they ended up giving him two with an option. Um, he wanted four. And I said that was too much. Okay. So so don't come at my, me. Don't my, try to my, make my me. talking didn't work. Okay. Yeah. Just, just good try. Just, just go, let me just go fuck myself real quick. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, Justin Turner. I mean, he's he's been looking great. Um, I'm also this is just kind of strained from stud and dud. I'm curious to see what we're gonna do about the bench situation, just okay. because. Matt Beatty got optioned, and then we brought up, you know, where Luke Rayleigh came up before that. Beatty went down. Now Sheldon Noisy's up. I wonder if we're going to see DJ Peters at some point because I don't think Sheldon Noisy is going to be up for very long. It'll be nice to have a right-handed bat off the bench. Edwin Rios hasn't been swinging the bat. I mean, the bench bats have just gone silent. So I think we're going to see DJ Peters in the next month or so, finally. I mean, we've everyone's been waiting to see him make his big leg debut for like four years. So right, I think right. we might see that. Um, so yeah, jumping into just the, the team stuff, we on a Wednesday night finished off the series. Uh, I believe it was Wednesday. Wednesday finished off the series with the Rockies, swept the homestand six no against the Nats and the and the Rockies, which was great. Took the first two from San Diego, and that first game against San Diego was so much fun to watch. It was mm. so good. Yeah, uh, that was last yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis Santana striking out Fernando Tatis with the bases loaded after he hit that whoever the fuck it was, a little a literal nobody who wanted to run his mouth, Mateo. Mm. And then striking out Fernando Tatis. Oh. It was so good, so nice. And then you got David Price becoming a stud. I mean, we all obviously David Price is a stud, but now he's a bullpen stud. That's looking really great. You 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 jealous? You look a little sad. Our bullpen's actually one of the best in baseball, so I doubt it. ERA uh, top four, so and chill. Mookie's Mookie's walk off catch was. Super sick. Yeah. So sick. Um, yeah, David Price had a, a RBI sack fly in like the 12th inning, I believe it was, or something like that. Um, That's the thing with all these double switches now, now nowadays in, in games because there's so many, you know, switching over when, you know, a, a new pitcher comes in and the new pitcher's coming early and they don't really have deep benches because you have so many pitchers. A 12-inning game, you're probably going to have to see at least a position player pitch or, you know, some type of starting pitcher try to bunt someone over or, or try to hit a sack fly yeah. or just try to get the bat on the ball and not strike out. Which I like. I mean, dude, Cronenworth was a pretty damn good pitcher up to AAA. So it's not like he's right. just your typical position player getting thrown out there on the mound just, yeah, you know, as a sacrifice. Um so, yeah, I mean, the first two games against the Padres were great. Obviously, we didn't get it done Sunday. Um, Bauer still pitched a good game. He still hasn't really come back down to earth. He's – I mean, he's pitching really well. He's making every – all the naysayers eat shit right now, which I hope he continues to do. I think that kind of leaked over into Monday. The Dodgers didn't look great in Seattle at all. The last two days um luckily they were able to sneak out a one nothing win just because mm. julio urias threw a fucking gem like seven innings pitched 11 k's one hit one walk it looked like a stud um but yeah like i said in the hindsight show only four runs and seven hits across two games 
So, I mean, the fact that we split the series, I mean, that's a win. You, you have to, you have to be happy about that. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall five and two, that's great, but I'm a, a little nervous going in, heading into the weekend with, San Diego coming in just because the bats have been super quiet. So bats, I mean, the sticks just have to wake up before we see them. Yeah. And I think the Padres are like number one in like team ERA right now. And their problem is they can't hit for shit right now. I mean, they're, 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 they're pitching is, is doing extraordinarily well, but they can't, they can't hit to save their lives right now, which is crazy when you look at that lineup and, and how hyped they were. Um, I think we just love hating on the Padres. Like I want, I, I wanted to kind of like get behind them a little bit. Like, you know, when it was like D-backs and Dodgers, it was like, oh, I got a roof for the D-backs just because, you know, I, I just, I can't have you guys win. But like, I just feel like it's so hard to get behind the fucking Padres right now. Well, um, and I, yeah. I also, I think this weekend, um, sorry, this past weekend, and I'm sure this coming weekend, to me, it really solidified that the Giants and Dodgers are the true rival, especially when you consider that as of, you know, this podcast, the, the Giants are back three games, the Padres are back five. I mean, I know it's super early in the season, but this is, you know, what we've kind of talked about is if the Giants and Dodgers are close, there should be no question that that's the rivalry. I mean, that's the rivalry right. no matter what, but it's right. going to be a lot more fun to me than the Padres. But I, I, yeah, think, and- I think this weekend kind of showed it. I mean, there was, you know, a little bit of, you know, trash talking or whatever. But outside just a couple of their, their players, I don't know. It's just because I don't like those people individually. That's all it is. Pro- probably because, honestly, I think it was like MLB broke uh, – uh, MLB TV broke records for streaming and largely because of that series – um, that's, you know, I, I know the Dodgers won the series, but every game was a tight game. Um, yeah. so every game was exciting and, 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 and close. Um, I mean, people wanted to even hold on to dumb shit. There was some, um, uh, some Padres writer saying, Oh, the, uh, the Padres outscored Dodgers. I forgot uh, what the 11, score was. 11 to 11 to 10 in regular 11 to innings. 10 in regulation. Yeah. in regulation innings. It's like, bro. Kind of shut the fuck up Dude, a little that's bit. That's such you know? like bush league shit. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, it's just, dude, it's one of those things where I don't know. In sports, I'm not so blinded by my loyalty to a team where right. I just start ignoring facts. Like exactly. You you can't do that. I mean, sure, the Dodgers were outscored 11 to 10, but guess what? That doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I can understand someone saying like look try to look because you I, I think you have to look at some positives right so if you're um a, a Padres fan or you write for the Padres ever to be like hey every game was close every game could have went either way so that's a positive take out of it somebody had to win the series it is what it is um that's a respectable take not respectable take is like Oh, they, if you just take out the third inning in every single game, or you, if you just, yeah. you know, take out the, the bullpens or no, because that's part of the game. That's part of yeah. every single game. So just shut the well, fuck up and take the L. And I saw, I saw Padre fans and I don't know how you have the audacity to start tweeting Dodgers acting like they won a championship. You know, one, we did two, 
yeah, we we won the series. But for the Dodgers, I think it's just business as usual, where you could tell, like, the Padres and especially the fans, this was, like, their big thing. This right, series, right, right. like, meant everything to them. Because I think, I think the, the public views it as little brother, big brother, right? And I think they – Not even close. Are, that's how they see it, though. Um, and they're trying to see it as – if they like, for instance, the Dodgers won, so business as usual. That's what was expected. But if it was the other way around, it would be like, oh my God, the Padres can can actually take over the Dodgers. That's the take it would have been. Yeah, it's like Big Brother, younger third cousin removed right now. <laughs> the relation's not even close. Right. So I mean, we'll see. The, this this series coming up will be will be fun. Dr. I mean, the games the games were fun. And I'm excited. I'm going to be there when this podcast airs today, Thursday, I'll be at the game. So it'll be, it'll be fun to see what the environment's like, but I still don't think it's going to be anything close to like peak giants, Dodger rivalry, 2012 giants. And honestly, I think that's something that we're underappreciating right now because Dodgers and giants, obviously best rivalry in sports tagline. That's not to be used by my Rick Bobby Inc. Um, but the Giants and Dodgers are in first and second place. The Padres are playing like shit, and the Giants are playing great against teams that are supposed to be good. The Phillies, the 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 Reds, you know, obviously they have to continue this a little bit longer to be taken 100% seriously, but at the same time, it's like if the Padres were doing what the Giants are doing, it would be like, oh, the the, the Padres are going. It's, it's, it's legit, and right. – Giants aren't getting that respect, which is very ridiculous, but I can understand because it's so early. If we're a couple more weeks in and this is the shit that continues, um, I'm going to have some uh, some letters to write. I want to speak to um, Mr. Royal Hampton. <laughs> and now over to the soaring rocket that is the San Francisco Giants. The, 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 the new slogan because we're coming that's over it's done with mass and bummer is gone i don't know if you heard the new one it never happened Sally. we're vibing right now vibing, Jesus. we're vibing and it's it's going good obviously in second place but we did go three and three last week i know it sounds like a joke because they just lost a series to the marlins but they've lost like we said earlier they've been losing series to the marlins especially in miami since 2015 so you can't really, you know, uh, what, what's the way I want to say? You can't really like sound the alarm just yet, especially because they ended up picking up against the Phillies. Marlon stuff. Charlie Morte is just an asshole. <laughs> Won both games for him. You're um, right, because now he's hurt, and that affects my fantasy team. So he is an asshole. <laughs> well, I was going to say he's an asshole for two games, and like third game's like, oh, we get better because we're good people. But it turns out you're really not. So uh, one positive about uh, the, the Marlins series was Alex Wood made, uh, made his uh, Giants debut, um, five shutout innings, um, and he could have went further, but had some guys on the base pass when his uh, when he was uh, due up to bat, so they uh, had a pinch hit for him. Didn't work out, but you got to understand that move there. Um, you know, uh, people want to – everyone always wants to talk about, like, when, when the bullpen blows up a game, right? And they give it up. They always like, oh, my God, the bullpen sucks. Giants have one of the best bullpens in baseball, top four in ERA, right? But 
the Giants offense is, is, is not, well, and that series was not going. So every lead that they had was a one run lead. So when the bullpen finally gives up a run, it's this big, huge thing because they go, they end up losing the game. Jake McGee finally blew it. Yeah. And the thing is, is Jake McGee, I feel like it wasn't even a bad, like outing. Like I, I think at the end, his, his stuff did start, um, stop having movement. And then he started getting hit, hit when he started getting at like 20 pitches. Um, but I mean, the, the couple of first base runners were just ground balls that found holes. I, I didn't I didn't see it as, as a huge thing. He's also, I mean, he's pitched a lot of games. That's another I thing. I mean, he's not, especially last year, he wasn't used very often. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's throwing a lot. Yeah, so I and you can't blame, and people were talking about, oh, Kapler doesn't know. Everybody in the world would have put McGee in that safe situation where he's been perfect and so fucking dominant. So, Miss me with that. Um, and speaking about Gabe Kapler, Gabe Kapler was booed very heavy in Philly, but Kapler gets the last lap because he get that series win, almost pulled off the sweep. We were down uh, in, in that last game, but of course, a couple, um, Darren Ruff, who the Phillies let go, and then the Giants picked up after he went to, uh, I think, the Korean League, right? Korean League, Japan, one of those Asian countries. Um and came back and just shoved it in their face. Three-run bomb. Um, but the person that I really want to talk about, and I guess this sets up my stud and dud of the week, has to be Buster motherfucking dick, dick dropping Posey. Buster Posey dick dropping tour. TM. Not being his own, but Brick and Bobby Inc. Um, that guy is a madman. He went two home runs in one game. Hasn't done that since two... Since 2016, I feel like I'm drunk right now. I'm starting to slur my words. I'm trying to keep my shit from going. But Buster Posey does that to you. So he is back. Top 10 catcher in baseball. Uh, what else do I got to say about the guy? 292 last week. Two bombs with a 583 slugging percentage. Like, come on. What can you do? Can't contain him. And he got, he got, hit, he got hit. He got hit in the in, in, in the, the, the the elbow. I don't know my body oh, parts anymore. In his widow Freaking elbow. Huge, huge welt in uh and in, in Mar- it was like out to here. I saw the thing, it was crazy. Uh <laughs> in Miami, all of a sudden he gets an elbow guard, two home runs. That elbow guard stand. Dude, Mookie Betts got hit pretty hard too, bro. And he's gonna Probably hit bombs so. this weekend against the Padres. I'm calling it. Probably not. It hasn't happened. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. I also got it. I also got to give a little shout out to my man, uh, my, my main man, Dick. He had a really good week as well. He's starting to heat up, hit 333 last week with a bomb. But a lot of his hits came in big situations, had five ribbies on the week. Um, is a bad starting to look at when that dude is hot, when Felt is hot, who is heating up, obviously hit a three run, um, hit a two run bomb to win the game one against the Phillies. It's just the, the line is going to be special. It's going to be stacked. I, I don't like hide your children, hide your wives. If the Giants offense gets going, I, I'd be looking behind looking behind you, Tyler, because we're creeping. We're creeping and we're vibing. I will, I will say the Giants offense is better than I thought because so many times throughout the day, I'll look at the score and be like, oh, the Giants are down by four runs. Cool. And then I'll look back. And it's like, oh, cool. The Giants had a five-run fucking inning. 
<laughs> but then, you know, Bats are waking they up. lose anyways because my boy Bryce Harper sweeps his fingertips across home plate for the win, for the walk-off. Like I said, that like we were talking before, that doesn't really like they already got the series win. It's kind of hard to get a sweep, especially in Philly. Um, I'm just saying, you guys were right there. We were, and I would, I, I really wanted it, but at the same time, I can't be mad at it with the comebacks and, and all. I can't be, I can't be too greedy. I can't be too greedy right now because I'm getting a lot. The Giants' offense, for some reason, when when the pitchers give up no runs, they're fucking silent. But the times that the the starting pitching just gives up a bunch of runs, they always come back. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're just they know how to save their runs and they use them accordingly. But that's what they're doing, and it's a beautiful thing. Also, uh, Bryce Harper, fuck that guy. Uh, that guy got pitched high, not inside. It would have been a strike if it was located down further. Falls down. Oh well, no, he didn't fall down. He just he was being exaggerated drama queen. You know, comes down. Gets up and starts staring at my man. Like, calm the fuck down, bro. Didn't even come close to you. Well, that's probably why he uh, crossed home plate so gracefully to uh, win the game today. Because that was great. I I enjoyed that. Him and Real Muto are the the only – like, that that Phillies lineup is scary. Like, when you see who's up, Reese Hoskins, you know, Alec Boehm. That that, that shit's a little scary when they're up there. Gene Segura – like, I'm always worried when they're up, but at the same time, the only people who did shit was Real Muto. Kind of, he was just drawing a lot of walks and, and like, really stretching out at bats. But Bryce Harper, I mean, for that series at least, was worth every penny they paid him. I mean, he got on base, like, I think it was like there wasn't one game where he didn't get at least two hits. Hit, um, you know, game time bomb uh, today. Hit it all. Well, Yesterday, because this this is getting posted today um, on Thursday, but um, and then obviously scored the winning run. So Bryce Harper, yeah, I'm starting to come off my overrated thing just a little bit until he did that little antics. Fuck him, overrated. Yeah. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Alex Bohm. The guy has the best walk up song in the league. What is it? It's uh, I forget what song it is, but it's Kanye. <laughs> no, it's Kanye. It's from Life of Pablo. Where it's just the the sample of the woman going like, boom, 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 boom. So it's just his last names over and over and over again. So is, I thought that was funny. The, uh, that was good. Is it was it is it that Scoopy Doop song or is that that no, no. that's that's a newer song. Life of that's a bunk ass song, bro. Life of Pablo is a, is a good album. Uh, Also, want to want to give out a uh, shout out to friend of the pod Zach McKinstry, who we'll see tomorrow if it debuts. He's looking like he's uh, gonna do some Creed for his walk-up song. Mm. Looks like it might be a little bit of arms wide open. Yeah, and I'll be think... I'll be in the outfield fucking belting. I can't believe shit. we didn't talk to him about that. I think we talked about what his walk-up song is, but um, I don't think we talked about what. Yeah, uh, what I don't know. Maybe we did. I don't remember. I just saw he put up a, a Twitter poll, and I was like, I did see that with see arms that. wide open for sure. Because that's funny to me. I don't think it's a good song. I just think it's funny. You like so, Creed. You're a Creed guy. Dude, you're right. And I forgot to do my dud. I'm sorry. There's so many duds, honestly, in this lineup right now um, that I had to really think about who I should pick. And I got to go with Mauricio Dubon. Um, his, right now, he's the only guy who could back up Brandon Crawford and who, um, you know, also play. There's only one center fielder right now, Austin Slater. So, 
and who is struggling as well right at this moment. So, and then like so, Dubon's there for 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 defense, but it's it's just oh, it's just so frustrating because even his defense, he's having a lot of miscues, diving for balls he has no chance over. Like it's just. It's very frustrating, especially because he finally gets a hit and do gets thrown out a second. Like, come on, like help yourself. Why are you being this way? Dude's hitting 143 on the season. That makes that makes that makes sense to me. The dude to me looks like a string bean. No, when he gets going, he gets going. I I, I don't I don't think he's ever gonna hit like 20, 30 bombs, but if the dude can draw walks and get on base get some doubles here and there. He's going to be very valuable because last year he played a great center field. This year he has not played a great center field. A lot of miscues and um, well, he's a, a lot short, of bad reads. He's a shortstop, right? Shortstop originally, but he right now the Giants seem to be a good center fielder, and he's just not that. He's no Chris Taylor, Zach McKinstry, formerly Kike Hernandez. They, you just can't First do what all. the Dodgers do. First you of can't. all. You need to chill because Dubon is that. Okay. Dubon plays a great center. He's just struggling right now. I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. getting on his head. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. is like, which obviously in this podcast means if I get on, if we get on your head the next week, you have a great week. So I'm looking for him to push it forward. And that's what's going to happen. But my next point Donovan Solano, there, there was a big hit to the Giants uh, on, on the last game of the Philly series. Donovan Solano is going to be out. Don't know how long, but we know he's going to go on the IL. So my proposition, you're going to have Flores slide over to that second spot, you know, platooning with uh, La Stella. Then you're going to have Darren Ruff, get him out of left field, put him at first base platooning with Brandon Belt. Oh, shoot. You need a right hitting outfielder. How about one Heliot motherfucking Ramos? God, I knew this was going to happen. Uh-huh. Heliot Ramos coming up. So I want Heliot Ramos in there, you know. Uh, we, Ramos is not a friend of the pod, but he did retweet the pod. So I want to say a, 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 an acquaintance um, that I think he's he's like we're, he's watching us and we're watching him. We're like, hey, and he's like, hey, he's like, he's like someone happen? you see when you're walking in the parking lot and you like kind of give him a head nod, like, hey, what's up? Yeah. yeah, it's basically it's gonna happen. It's destiny. You heard it here first. <laughs> That's I'll I'll quote you. That's fine. You can hear it here first, but it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> the one time I did say that, something did happen. So it looks like oh, that's just because I'm a genius. Drop it. Um, yeah, real quick, I, something I forgot to say is uh, Cody Bellinger. I don't know if we talked about it last week. I don't think it had come out yet. Mm-hmm. Has a fractured either tibia or fibula. I, I, it's all. I don't know what a tibia is. In your leg, <laughs> he has a fracture in his leg. If you so, so I. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how long he's going to be out, but I would imagine it's going to be at least a few other weeks. So, whatever. It's the you know, it's the way the cookie crumbles, and we don't have to force our players back before they're ready and uh, ruin their careers like some other organizations. So. It is what it is. Gavin Lux, who the hell knows? Who the hell cares? In my opinion. We're fine. Whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, just trying to get that freaking opposite juju going. I, I completely get it. Dog, you know, he. I'll say this about Gavin Lux. He really fucked with me. 
because I spent all last year talking shit about him. And then he has like one good game this season. And I'm like, you know what? I was wrong. And as soon as I eased up on him, look what happens. He plays like shit and then he goes on the IL. So you need to double down and just tell him he's the worst. He's the worst. He's the worst. (laughs) One thing that's been on my mind that I I, got to talk about is league championship rings. I don't think it's something that's been going on for a really long time. I think it's something that's semi-new. Um, the Rays got theirs uh, a couple weeks ago, and people were roasting them on Twitter. Um, we, we put out a poll, should teams make league championship rings? Uh, 36% know it's a participation trophy. 14% yes, it's a big accomplishment. Uh, 7% doesn't care. And 43%, the winner, the one how I feel, which is a pennant is a big thing. Right, it's something to be celebrated. You put the banners up, and you know uh, it's something to be proud of and celebrated. But in no way should you get a ring for just winning the pennant. How many? Everyone talks about. I mean, when you measure championships, it's rings. How many rings do you have? How many rings do you have? How many rings does Tom Brady have? How many rings does Buster Posey have? How many? You know what I'm saying? Like that sort of thing. And you can't do that when you get league championship rings. I think it's so fucking stupid. And yeah, league championship rings shouldn't be a thing. <clears throat> I think you should just go write in your journal. I know this has been really weighing heavy on your mind. And I'm so it sorry. Has. It has. I don't like no- it. It's a total nothing burger for me. I couldn't care less. <laughs> I don't it know is why what it is. be nothing burger. That's pretty good. It's a nothing burger, dog. Um, it bugs me though. Like I feel like a ring—that's the one thing that symbolizes a championship. Yeah, I don't care. I got nothing. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, I'm just—I'm I'm like actively trying to date you, and I'm—I'm I'm texting you. How was your day? Oh man, that's so good. funny. And I'm trying, and you're like, okay. I'm just hitting you with the one word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, so you're one word to me, like. I would totally do that to you if we were in Damn, a dating I'm tr- like, I'm trying to smash. Why aren't you like trying to give me at least some signals that you might be interested? Um, real quick, uh, just to revisit you, you I get it. a fuck you of the week brought to you by Farhan. Fuck that guy. You can quote me on that. It, it was brought to my attention today. You know, the, the, uh, the baseball YouTubers, like the right. giraffe guy and the fuzzy guy. Right. Those guys suck. Uh, it was brought to my attention <laughs> that the giraffe guy, he posted a video. And I mean, I get it. I guess, you know, you've got to clickbait to get views or whatever. But Something like the best pitcher you've never heard of. And it was Corbin Burns. Yeah. Who the fuck doesn't know? Like, and I went and looked it up because I thought I remembered that he was like pretty high at the beginning of the year as far as odds of winning the Cy Young. And I looked it up before the season started. He was like, he had the eighth best odds to win the Cy Young. So like, who's never heard of Corbin Burns? Okay. So I'm actually going to defend this guy a little bit. God, you are so I don't think lame. Is, keep, keep I, I don't think, I don't think that this is such a really, I don't think this is much of a shitty take. To the casual fan, right? Because when you make YouTube videos and you make, you know, certain content, a lot of it is is to try to get people to listen. Like, not everyone who listens to your shit is diehard baseball fans. 
So if he made well, it against fuck him. <laughs> well, the, the, if for instance, like if he made it about, I don't know, Shohei Otani or he made it about, you know, fucking Walker Bueller. I know who Corbin Burns is. You know who Corbin Burns is. I'm sure there's because there's levels of fandom, right? Obviously, we have a fucking podcast. That's a that's a whole obsession that probably should seek therapy. But there's a lot of levels of fans who are interested in baseball and watch it semi-regularly who aren't near Milwaukee or, or watch the Central who have never heard of Corbin Burns. So I, I can kind of see it. I can kind of see it. I disagree. I feel like if Corbin Burns, if this was kind of his, you know, it's his first year really making the club and staying up with the club. Right, right, sure. Right. But I mean, he's been around long enough. I mean, the, the thing that bugs me is that these guys like parade around and kind of act like they know everything. Right. You know, especially draft boy. Well, we like, actually do picking the Mets to win the world series every fucking year when that's so far, like it's not even funny. Yeah. Um, Again, I'm all for growing the sport. So having a YouTube channel, if people have found baseball through that, cool. But like, you you have to understand, you're also appealing to people who are hardcore fans, who are diehard fans, who do know this. So when so when you put out something so stupid, like you're gonna get pressed on it. It's like what we always say: if you come out of pocket, we're gonna press you on it. You know why couldn't he make a video like, you know, the best pitcher? in fantasy baseball who you drafted kind of high who's been doing really <laughs> shitty whose name is zach please that doesn't fit that doesn't fit yeah in, the, uh, in luis castillo <laughs> luis castillo and zach please are ruining my fantasy baseball season there i said it that's why i'm in such a bad mood all the time <laughs> Done. I'm over. I, you know what this is for me therapy a nothing burger fuck you <laughs> no but honestly honestly though like I feel like I get where you're, where a lot of people are. The title title probably should have been more like underrated or, um, or he's know. having a stellar season because he's having a great season. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's just not the household name because he's not. He's not a household name. Um, but no he's... one who plays in Milwaukee is going to be a household name. Besides Josh Hader, Yelly. I guess. Yeah, Yelly. Yelly was is 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 a household name. I guess. An MVP? Heard of it? <clears throat> uh, yeah, we have a few of them. I bet yeah. you wish you uh, you knew what that Buster was like. Buster Posey. Oh, oh, one? You got one? Oh, that's cute. Now I'm that's to adorable. Guys who've been in the league to see if... No, yeah, I don't, Evan Longoria, I don't think he's ever won an MVP. No, dude, you're uh, MVP Mauricio Dubon, right? <laughs> no. MVP Austin Slater is going to happen. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, He's struggling. Struggling out the terrible reviews out the gate, but it's going to hit. Nope. You I got nothing your... else to say. I yeah. think I'm just you projecting just... how horrible I'm doing in fantasy baseball because <laughs> my pitching staff is just such <laughs> shit. So I'm just mad and calling other people out. All right. Coming up starting today. I know I said it was last week, but it starts today. The Dodgers kick off 14 days of uninterrupted baseball, no days off. So coming up this week, we got four against the San Diego Padres. I'm seeing we're taking at least three. I would love to take four and just watch and just watch the Padre fans crumble like that, 
that kid with the little eyes who's always on there, his friends with the rap boys. He's, Fuck that he's guy. Just, he's just gonna say that it's because the Mets out, but I, I get you. Of course. Yeah, we didn't score any runs because Clevenger got hurt last season. <laughs> um then we got three with Cincinnati at home, and then three with Milwaukee on the road. That we'll cover next time. But that's gonna I think I'm most excited for that Milwaukee series. Because mm. Milwaukee's pitching is pretty it's pretty scary. Yeah, they have some guy that I, I've never heard of that's supposed to be really good. Also a closer who I've never heard of. It's pretty good. Also, because I watched the, the game today, dude, Devin Williams, his shit is so scary. It sucks. He's so fucking good, it's not even funny. Yeah. It's it's crazy. But anyways, I don't know what Dodgers... it is in Milwaukee and yeah, having just fucking just just producing fucking like ridiculous relievers. Yeah. I'm gonna say Dodgers go five and two again. They're gonna take three from San Diego. They're gonna take two from Cincinnati. They have yet to lose a series, and after these two series, they will still be unbeaten as far as series go. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna go next, obviously, and I'm gonna talk about the Giants. <laughs> uh, the Giants have four upcoming in, um, against the Marlins, but at home, and three at home in Colorado. So, I'm sorry. At home against Colorado, not at home in Colorado. I'm not sure if you you you, you that would be pretty weird. That'd be pretty tight though. Um, I.e., last year when the Padres hit a walk off against the Giants in Giants at Stadium. Oracle. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I'm going to say that the Giants split the series against Miami because for some reason they cannot fucking beat Miami. And I'm going to go for another cool sweep of the Colorado Rockies. Okay, so we're going to go five and two as well what's good don't at me i doubt it but we'll see well thank you guys so much for listening make sure to subscribe to us on our youtube and your favorite podcasting platform follow us on benches cleared p on instagram bench cleared oh sorry no benches cleared p on on twitter benches cleared podcast on instagram benches cleared on tiktok follow us on the socials and yeah do that and I will also not be here next week because I'm going to be flying on an airplane across the country Leave. that might crash and I might die. Who knows? On a jet plane. We'll find out. Don't know when. And we will be, we, but we will be here next week. We're going to have to find a, a, a stunning replacement for Tyler for the one week. And maybe if I like him enough, maybe he'll just replace him forever. The only requirement is he has to be more handsome than I am. So good luck. It's going to be pretty. Yeah, I think my dog's available. <laughs> go fuck yourself <laughs> as always this episode is brought to you by renovation candle company where summer candles are releasing friday april 30th 9 a.m pacific time damn make sure to be on that you better be refreshing and waiting for that 9 a.m or else they just might run out so if you want your they, piece they might come get they're your like piece. they're like dodger tickets they're uh disneyland tickets sure Whatever. Who cares? I do a little bit. Well, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Fuck that guy, Aubrey Huff, as well. <laughs>